Welcome to the Rivals League Fantasy Football Podcast with Antonio Salvat and Adam Burkhart. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Tony. This is Adam. Hey, what's going on, guys? Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we got a quick question. Uh, how have you prepared for the draft? Uh, you want to go ahead and start us up, Adam? Sure. Um, you know what? A little bit different this summer, actually. Normally in the past, I've uh, been doing mocks all summer on ESPN, trudging through it, dealing with the long waits and the people leaving out of mocks early. And you know what? This year, I kind of stayed away from it. Um, I think I've maybe done 10 all summer, which might seem like a lot to some of the guys <laughs> in the league. But honestly, that's what I used to do probably in just May alone. Um, and honestly, it's, it's all been the draft wizard lately and just kind of tweaking with my, uh, tweaking with my tears and then watching, I mean, listening to a lot of pods, listen to a lot of pods and, uh, you know, just talk in fantasy. Yeah. I think you listen to a lot more pods even than I do. You also listen to a lot of shitty pods and I don't know why or how you're able to do that, but I like the noise. I like the <laughs> noise and that's uh, you know, Hey, I mow the lawn, I cook dinner, I take a shit, I take a shower. I just have the music go and drive to work. And that's uh, you know, gives me some information, gives me some things to think about and uh, Hey, good things, bad things. Hey, if I don't respect somebody and they like a guy, maybe I'm moving down a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I have a few different pods that I listen to, but mostly I've been using draft wizards. <laughs> as well i've probably done man i you know probably around 75 or so on draft was i only probably done about five on espn just because you know i it's become a pain in the ass and they haven't really updated i just don't really like it but i also created my tiers um i've been mocking with the tiers and you know it, it's just you know trying to have fun with it over the summer um i don't, I, I feel like that's probably pretty good right there um why don't we just jump right into dicka league news uh, draft info go ahead and start us up Ditka League News. We're about 48 hours out from our draft. Um, doors open at 7 o'clock. I'm sorry. Doors open at 4 o'clock. I really want to get everybody there by 7. Um, that way we can get certain things handled. If anybody's running late, uh, we'll have everybody here. Uh, draft's going to start at 8 o'clock sharp, hopefully. Uh, it really depends on when you and Matt get back from that wedding. Uh, <laughs> Yep, I, know. I understand you you said you guys are going to try as fast as you can but hey if it's 8 30 we'll start right at 8 30 um but at least everybody else will be here we'll have a few things the small things to vote on i can text you guys that so you guys can be involved for it yep, um i mean great. honestly yeah. i think keith's going to be over here at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon because he's driving down from michigan oh, but uh nice. it, it's fun i mean tony you've come over before in the past early we helped me set up move couches hang up yeah. the board and um, see, that's if anybody wants part. to come over by four <laughs> yeah come over shit talk um, by the way, find your spot because it's first come, first serve. We're actually going to be moving it to a different room in the house this year, trying to get a little more room so we're all in the same spot uh, with 12 guys. want to try to improve on that. And, uh, you know, come out early, start drinking, start smoking, have a good time, and, you know, start the shit talk early. Well, and I, I got to say, thank God that, you know, since we're coming in late, we're not going to end up by the fucking kitchen trying to look at the draft board. Like, I, no, I, I wouldn't be able to yeah, do that. Yeah, your so ass I, was already, yeah, we'll come, but you got to save me a spot on the couch. I'm like, oh, okay. I see how this. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to save me a spot <laughs> on the couch. Uh, well, I don't even know how the new setup's going to look, but hopefully there isn't necessarily a best place. It's just kind of, you know. Yeah, no, it, it should be good. And uh, I did want to reiterate that people should plan to crash at the fucking house. Um, hey, if you got to leave extra early because you got you got work in the morning, try, try leaving at like 5 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Uh, it's a lot more fun when people kind of cut loose. It's once a year you get to do it. We have tons of couches, a lot of floor space. Um, you know, just, just plan to hang out, party all night, and have a good time. It's once a year we get to do this. 
the one thing I actually don't don't think we we talked about prior to uh, the pod is things we're going to be voting on. Do you have a list of those that you want to talk about now, or is that something you want to wait until the draft? Itself? I'd I'd rather kind of wait until the okay. draft. Okay, that works. Um, do you also have you know what we're going to do for food? Yeah, a couple more things. We'll probably just end up grilling. That's another reason I want to get people here closer to 4 o'clock. A little more sunlight outside. A little more feel of who's eaten, who hasn't. Um, we can toss a number of things on. Uh, I got a humidor full of cigars. Love to have some cigars with the guys. So uh, we'll, we'll toss probably some food on about 5 o'clock. And then if we need to cook up again before the draft or afterwards, we can do so. But, uh, you know, we'll be using some of those league dues for food, trophy plates, things like that. I'll mm-hmm. usually go over to Aldi. I'll get a whole bunch of snacky shit. Um, and then we'll toss a lot of meat on the grill. And, uh, you know, even uh, Tim P's gluten-free ass can enjoy himself. <laughs> so, how much money are we bringing? You know, what what should we bring? Uh, because it's the the dues, yeah, which this, are how much? This year's buy-in is 125 and that handles everything. So no need to bring anything over that. Um, only thing I'd say to bring extra is booze. Because, again, I haven't drank in a while. I'm not going to be drinking. I have a good amount of bottles left over of random shit, but uh, I, w- I would say bring the beer, um, bring anything nice that you want to drink. Uh, I think somebody said they're bringing my Lord. So yeah, bring that shit too. <laughs> that's Tim. Um, I'm not bringing that yeah. shit. Like, but, that's uh, t- but, terrible. But, but otherwise, yeah, the, the money's all included. Everything's in there. We, you know, we take like, you know, 60 or 90 bucks out of the, the final total. And that goes toward plates and food and draft board and stuff like that. But uh, you know, don't, don't worry about bringing anything extra but please try to bring that money in cash helps severely Mm -hmm. that's that's a good point so okay next thing that i'm super excited about and also terrified about it is the wheel like what's the name of it what have you got yeah you know i'm going back and forth it's either the wheel of shame or the wheel of pain i think it's a little bit of both um (laughs) so it's going to be our new punishment system every year since the first year we're in it i think we did something great which was anytime anybody fucks up whether they're going over time trying to pick somebody that's already been taken um we always try to punish them in some way so we're going to change that up a little bit um in the past, it was take a half a shot or do something else like I'll take, you know, rip off a wax strip. This year, we're upping the ante a little bit. So this mm-hmm. year, it is either going to be take a full shot of liquor chosen by the person who's drafting immediately after you. So just realize oh, the person you've been sniping all night gets to pick what you're drinking. <laughs> um, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we always have that come up um, or take a spin of the wheel. Um, and then when you spin the wheel. Um, I have 13 spots on the wheel. Some spots are three times the size of others. So some are really small and rare that'll pop up. Some are larger and probably more, more, uh, more common there. Um, and when you land on your punishment, you get the choice. You can either take the punishment or you can skip it and double down. And doubling down would be doing a double shot or a double spin. Oof. Um what give us a hint like what what's the worst thing on there you think you know i think i think the worst thing right now for me is between two things um and it's not pain inflicting it's not gross it's just the idea of two things that are on there that'll be on two of the very smallest spots will be a skip which means if you're drafting and you know you're up and then i'm trying to think who's around you there uh tony uh neil's after you right yes directly so so if you went over on time and you landed on the skip square, Neil would get to pick before you get that pick in. So say on that pick, 
you know, you you went over on time, we'd make you spin, boom. You'd have to make that choice right then and there, and Neil would then get that pick. You would then be up right away. It doesn't skip a whole round, but it would skip one pick. Uh, the second punishment, I think, which is terrible, um, because we don't allow any electronics, is uh, no marking device for 12 picks. <laughs> so I, all of a sudden, I mean, you can follow the draft. You As soon as it's your turn, you can kind of go ahead and cross the guys off. They're going to be up there on the board. But you know what? I think it's going to be a little difficult, and I think it might be a chance to get that damn uh, punishment once again. Oh man, that that skip sounds just fucking brutal. Yeah, I will likely be, be doubling brutal. down if that happens. But if you double down and then you get skip again, what happens then? Uh, you only get to double down once. Oh, you shit. could get skipped twice because you got to you got to spin it twice. Oh. So you uh, you would be a pretty unlucky guy. Um, speaking of being lucky, we will have one spot on the wheel that says you're a lucky cunt, which means <laughs> you get to skip all punishments and you just kind of were unfazed by that punishment. Um, other things we got on there, we do have the wax strips. We're gonna have a penalty that involves no pissing for a certain duration. Um, we're bringing back the bra. Uh, things are gonna get a little weird, a little wild, but it should be a good time. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Um... You know, I think the next thing is is we we already have a trade uh, in the league, and uh, you know, if you would like to elaborate, or do you want me to elaborate? It doesn't really matter. Uh, you know what? Why don't you walk through it? Uh, I was actually on the phone with Neil earlier tonight. He didn't quite grasp it, so maybe I didn't type it out well on there. Um, I kind of gave him a rundown, but why don't you walk through it, and then I'll uh, I'll give you my take on it. Sure. Well. Uh, Demo had the first pick, and he he has the, he chose the first pick overall. Um, and I ended up getting the eleven. Uh, so we ended up I ended up trading my first round pick and my second round pick, which is the two two, the second pick of the second round. I ended up giving those to Demo for Demo's one first overall, and then Demo's first pick of the third round. So we we wanted to keep it even, uh, just simply to make things easier, especially at the draft, so there's not one person with more picks or less picks. Um, but I, Demo has a strategy in there. I think he got what he wanted. I think he's he's probably going to go, you know, either running back, uh, a wide receiver at that point or whatever. But I wanted to get an earlier pick, and he wanted to get a later pick, and you know, that, I think it worked out well for both of us. Uh, at least I, I hope. Uh, um, it, it seems pretty simple. I, I don't necessarily know. Uh, what else there is uh, to it other than that it's just I, I love making trades and i really really hope this is not the first and only one that's happening at the draft because that's the best damn part even yeah, when i made that I... stupid ass keenan <laughs> allen trade with tim back in the day that was a blast that was still so much fucking fun and i really hope other people do that and kind of get involved and get active instead of just sitting there making a pick and then moving on it's like you know make shit happen we all have keepers yeah. We're not at the same level. Yeah, I was going to say, keepers are a great way to get trades going. You and I had one last year. And, hey, by the end of the season, Mike Evans didn't exactly come through. But when it worked out, you and I were both tickled pink. You had fucking Melvin Gordon. You wanted him. You got him. I wanted to make sure I had a stud wide receiver that I could still come back around and get. I thought at that pick selection, I was able to get him. Um, it worked out great for us. It, it was fun. It was entertaining. Plus, it throws a monkey wrench to everybody else. And just like your trade with Demo, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it pisses people off. Yeah. Um, I, will, I will give you a, a little bit of a short take on it. So I think it was pretty prevalent, at least for me, that Demo didn't actually want 1.1. So I think you kind of did him a favor getting out of it, but I think his thought was, hey, one of those top picks is so valuable. Somebody's going to give me something. So while I 100% think you got the way better end of the deal, getting the 1.1 for where your picks are at and Demo didn't get enough at the same token, 
technically Demo having one late first and then two second round picks, he did improve his first three rounds. On, on a technicality, he he did improve um, versus just going and taking the eleventh spot because he, he did bring his draft down, uh, you know, a little bit. But I don't think he improved enough. You know, I think he could have gotten a little bit more. I I, I think that uh, that three point one is the one that really bothers me that you got that three point one because essentially it's a it's a second round pick. Um, so I really don't think you lost a lot in doing that. Which kudos to you again, guys. It's not necessarily like illegal that he made a trade that i think he he won like so what they're both happy i think he could have got more i fucking hate him for doing it but guess what i didn't put the fucking trade out there to counter you know it's not something where i was talking to nick about it he mentioned it all summer or at least toward the later part of the summer that he wanted to do this trade i don't know if anybody else reached out but tony sure as fuck did and that's kind of how last year went with this with a few trades so if you're not trading you're not trying uh send the trades out there if people are upset with the way trades come through uh you know another way of doing things is just simply going hey i'm interested in this person anybody on my team you're thinking about yeah. or i'm looking to move this person mm-hmm what what would you give me for him just as a starting point so you can get some ideas going back and forth i know keith and i came really close for a couple with just that same thought in mind of me going hey i was thinking about getting rid of some of these guys i really like this guy he threw me a curveball and talked about somebody else and you know we kind of met in the middle and we we very nearly got it done but the point is having that conversation um, which speaking of conversation, you pulled off a trade with Demo, which is Im- impressive because conversation and uh, communication does not uh, not a strong. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I have to necessarily disagree with you about who won the trade. I, I don't think that's necessarily we. It was you know we both thought it was a fair trade for basically what we wanted. It was more about team construction than I think necessarily you know who's going to win. And I think that's it's one reason why you look at winning team trades. No, I don't look at winning you trades. Totally I just look do. at the fact that he should have gotten more value out of that. See, and I the thing is, he should have gotten more be, value from someone who wants to win every trade. That's that's where no, you came from. I, no, I, not I, at all. I have a first round pick and two thirds. He has a first round pick and two seconds. Like you're only thinking that I got, I won this trade look because at, I had Camara. Look at the NFL draft. Look what this it takes isn't to the go NFL up one draft. spot. You went from a, you went from the. End of the first round to the very first pick, and and a couple picks away. Well, in the said. NFL draft, there's so. 32 freaking teams too. You know, I'm just saying. I uh, <laughs> there's a lot of value, and like I said, I don't think it's unfair. I I just I think anytime you look at a trade, anytime anybody talks about a trade, you go, whose side do you think came out better? And I think your side came out better. I did say. Demo improved his value. Yes, he Demo did. Well, selected the eleventh round pick. To your point on the other stuff, though, on the other things you're talking about, one of the the easiest things to do that everyone that I've seen, you know, fucks up, especially if you're not doing a lot of trades. I, I love trading; it's something that I look into all the time, even when I shouldn't, which bites me in the ass sometimes. Just <laughs> but, keep tinkering. I can't stop tinkering. Yeah, yeah, shut up. But the, the yeah that that happened. That's why I ended up with the eleventh pick in the first round from all the fucking. <laughs> that's tinkering. why you ended up with the sacco. Yeah, well, that was. Not recent, so eat a dick. But no, the easiest thing to do is never take someone on your team off limits. 
It's like everyone on your yes. team is available. Always, yes. always available. Because if they're available, that doesn't mean you have to take every trade that's sent out. But you should listen to everything because there's someone that might be willing to overpay for someone that you quote unquote have off limits. And then your team is substantially better. You cross that person off. And yeah, what? You, you cut off that conversation. Even even something I like doing is just somebody somebody asks about a guy and be like, you know, that that's somebody I don't think you're gonna want to pay fair value for if you want to throw me something crazy. Otherwise, here's some guys I might be interested in, or these are guys I'm interested in on your team. What would it cost me to get them? Yeah. But yeah, you never, never just oh, these these four guys are off limits. You're not even talking about one person. I know people that'll never let, you know, X, Y, and Z player, uh, aka uh Fournette and Michael Thomas. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> Neil, um, but just to, just to be clear there, uh, well, I, so I think that's enough about the trades. I, I think you know, hopefully, we kind of got our point across, and we see a lot more trades at the draft. Come up to me, talk to me about trades. I, I am completely willing to do all of that. I think, yeah. Before uh, before you jump into the next spot, I realized we forgot about something. Um, when we were prepping for the uh, for both for both these leagues here, um, we were doing some online uh, on- online video searches for drafts. And something we saw somebody do that we are stealing is the confessionals camera this year. So I'm going to have a camera set up, likely going to be an iPad or something like that, to record video. And in the middle of the draft, if you just want to cuss somebody out, if you want to bitch about somebody pick or if you want to tear somebody apart about a terrible pick i highly encourage everybody to get involved it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun and we'll post that video up obviously afterwards oh man that'll be i think that'll be great especially after people have been drinking a little bit i think that'll oh, be quite absolutely. interesting absolutely so okay so let's let's so i think the last thing that we were actually going to touch upon was just very briefly any surprises from you know the keeper selections uh we didn't do one afterwards we just the last the first one we did was before and we were just speculating anything that struck you uh about any of the keeper selections after it was after they were picked? <laughs> i think i think everybody kind of reacted to it but the one huge surprise is that neil didn't fuck up his keeper selection um i still think he should have taken collins i think that was a home run i think he missed it but you know what he, he hit a double anyway he, he he grabbed uh goodwin i think goodwin's about a 10th round selection i think that's great because we all thought he was going philip rivers um so either at the last moment somebody slapped him into uh, a little bit of sense into him or maybe he had it planned all along i don't want to give him that much credit but um <laughs> i know he loves philip rivers and he 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 sure as hell sounded like he was going to take him um but when he came out of left field and and took Goodwin. I thought he was just blocking Goodwin. Um, you know, I give him a lot of credit on it. It's not a tremendous value. I, you know, I think he gets a few rounds of value out of Goodwin. It's definitely uh, better than Rivers, though. But it's, it's yeah, Rivers was negative value. And uh, and Goodwin has, has possibility of going boom. Um, I don't agree with why he wanted Goodwin. He wanted Goodwin because everybody at camp says that Goodwin and Jimmy G are besties. And, uh, you know, they're they're hanging out and they're throwing balls and they're they're, they're they have instant chemistry oh. and to me that stuff's all trash. Yeah, but, I wish, uh, I wish we either had the way, hype train drop. You know, that... either way, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Either way, he right conclusion and I got I got to give him credit where credit's due. Dog, I'm out all the time. Uh, 
love the pick and really actually wanted to draft the guy. So, well, you know, you know, a pick that I actually really loved was Frank's. Uh, he took Robbie Anderson. I was, I had him pegged for, I think it was, it was, it was Alex Collins or Kenyon Drake, depending. Uh, we had Matt pegged for Kenyon Drake, but I had Frank for Alex Collins, and I, I think Robbie Anderson is a great value. I don't know what the hell is going to happen with all the off the field stuff, but I, I absolutely loved it. I thought he was. Uh, uh, Robbie Anderson is one of the best keepers that were up there that were actually protected. Now, is that a two or a four game suspension he's facing? Uh, I don't know. I would imagine. I would imagine four, but it'll probably drop down to two uh, because I I don't think it's substance abuse related. But, uh, you know, that's just speculation. I'm not sure. You don't remember what the the suspension was for? Well, it was for doing that stupid crap with the cop. um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like well over 100 miles an hour. Gets pulled over, threatens a cop, and then talks about like wanting to into his wife's eye hole or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it was holy pretty, shit, pretty serious shit. At the same time, though, the NFL likes to uh, uh, give people a four game suspension for marijuana, but for some shit like this, they'll probably get two games. Uh, that's just yeah. maybe maybe that's just me being cynical, yeah. but. Yeah, um, and it, but I, I agree with you. I, th- I think it was a solid choice. I, I had him pegged. I thought he was going to go the Derrick Henry route. I just, I just kind of assumed he was one of the guys that was up his route. Again, obviously, I, I mentioned it a few times. I think Alex Collins was was uh, was the choice I would have I would have done um, if I was in his spot. But Robbie Anderson, as far as wide receivers go, um, he was definitely one or two of the best available. Well, yeah, I I, I can't value, argue with the value. value. Can't argue with the value. It's a thirteenth rounder. If he, even if he's even if he shit and doesn't play a single game, oh well, thirteenth round. So, looking at a couple of the more <laughs> disappointing ones. Disappointing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we kind of nailed you know nailed Chris down. He 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 took the Jacksonville defense. Um, but for a fifteenth round. For a fifteenth rounder. Yeah. For a fifteenth rounder. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just like the response. It was like, uh, nope. Okay, so Jacksonville defense for a ten. It's like, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's like I looked wow, at the draft wow, board. And I was like, where wow. the where the fuck does it say it was taken in the sixteenth round? Um, but again, taking a defense for a ten, even being Jacksonville, I, I think that's negative value. So you know, it might be sack to sack to sack to sack, champ. Um, this last year, depending on at least at least so far. Yeah, definitely as expected on that one. I mean, I know you tried to trade for Bill. You were just looking to get a leg up on any any angle you could at the end of last year, which made sense. But you were trying to trade for that Jacksonville pick. And, uh, you know, he wasn't budging. You kind of had the feeling he was going to keep him. You made it sound like you even tried to talk him out of it, which good on you for trying to do that. But sometimes you just can't help people. Yeah, well. Um, but, I mean, it. it <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess part of me goes – what else is Chris going to do in the 10th round? And Hey, the Jacksonville defense, I still think will be good. So I don't think it's catastrophic for him. Um, but I'd also like to, uh, just to reminisce for just a second, um, 2013, 2014, 2016, 2017, four times Sacco. And I looked it up when I was looking at the plates. He was four and nine in every single one. So maybe the Jacksonville defense can help him to fight wins. Ah, so four and nine is something to keep an eye out for. I mean, uh, that the I curse think, of four and nine. The well, curse I think in the uh, in the ten team league, it was you know you basically get to five wins, and if you don't get past five wins, you are in the 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 Sacco tournament basically. And with twelve teams, I'd love to see how that actually changes. But yeah, it's gonna that's gonna change a little bit. And uh, you know, it's four actually four wins 
Demo, 2012, four, eight, and one. So he had a tie, but he had four wins. Uh, the very first year, Mikey brought up the rear with a three and nine season. That was the first season when we did a 12, uh, 12 week league rather than the 13. So maybe we can give him credit and think he would have got to that four and nine. But yeah, four wins. Uh, be prepared to uh, get fucked up the next year. <laughs> well, and you know what? The last, you know, I, I think kind of consensus disappointing keeper. You want to go? Yeah, um, I don't know where the love came from. I, I heard it from the end of last year, from the start of the summer, and I was kind of hoping it was a joke, but it wasn't. Um, Jimmy G, um, I don't know what Mikey's doing here, but, uh, you know, hey, Mikey had a hell of a squad last year. He made some amazing selections, so maybe he knows what he's doing and yeah. we're just clueless. But, uh, you know, Jimmy G, I'll tell you, it's a guy that I was livid that the Bears didn't get because I liked him better than mm-hmm. any of the rookie quarterbacks coming out. I think they got him for like a second round. And I was like, wait, we traded up in the first We could have just given a first round and gotten, gotten Jimmy G. I, I would have much rather have that. I think he's a great quarterback. But again, quarterbacks, 10th round, I, I think – you know, Jimmy G, maybe he goes, he would have gone in the ninth. Well, so maybe he gets one round of value. Maybe he would have gone in the 11th and he doesn't get any value. It's just the idea that he had other options. And he, I, I, once again, I don't think Mikey looked into it. Uh, we, we did talk about it. I, I mentioned the F idea that he had Justin Williams on his, on his team and he completely forgot the guy existed. Um, Jamal Williams. That, yeah. Jamal Williams. Thank you. Uh, completely forgot the guy existed. I was like, yeah, he didn't do all that much. Well, you know, he didn't, he wasn't doing his homework. Uh, like we tell the guys to do, wasn't doing any pods, wasn't reading any news. Didn't realize that, you know, the situation in green Bay is Aaron Jones is suspended and uh, what's his face is coming back from a uh, injury. Well, the just, just kind of quick comparison quarterbacks that are kind of going around that 10 11 9 kind of range would you rather have jimmy g or matt stafford stafford would you rather have jimmy g or philip rivers i'm going with neil and rivers <laughs> I, I i agree and so okay so jimmy g and tyrod taylor okay i'll, I'll take the g yeah we got one <laughs> so yeah. i think i think there's a little bit of difference i think you skipped a few between just a few tyrod taylor <laughs> uh, you skipped like eight guys what are you doing I do, i'm not gonna go through every single one of those guys i think i think well, we kind of set I, the point with matt stafford and philip rivers okay fine yeah. fine fine how about jimmy g or big ben yeah that, again i go ben that one's close I'm not the hugest fan. I, th- of I think ben. after Ben, I think that's when it gets. I think that's when it gets a little muddier when you get into the territory of the, you know, the Smiths, the Mariotas, the uh, what, do you what about Pat Mahomes? You know, Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan. All those guys that you know they'll have a good year and disappear. I think that's right where Jimmy G's at because we don't know. I mean, honestly, look at look at Wentz and look at Deshaun Watson. They could very easily be one-year booms. Uh, we've seen it a million times in fantasy. So, but I, I kind of lump them all together, and I'm not going to pay high draft capital for that, let alone something as valuable as well, our keeper. And so, I mean, Mikey, let, let, give him the benefit. Let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt that let's say Jimmy G would have gone in the tenth, which I still think is a little early. But you know, let's say he would have went in the tenth, so he just locked down his quarterback without necessarily having to take into the tenth. Not you know. Not the worst thing you can do. Um, it, it's just I'm I'm again defenses and quarterbacks. There's so many of them that keeping them it, it feels like kind of wasted value there. Um, yeah. But 
I think you kind of hit on it, though, and Mikey did mention one thing. It's just one less thing he has to worry about. Yeah. And I give him credit. Hey, if he's going to focus on running backs and wide receivers and just go for it, then, heck, if he gets nine rounds of that, that's going to make his team pretty solid. It will. Now, I'm still partially thinking he's going to see Wilson or Rodgers, you know, drop a couple rounds and be tempted. And at that point, if he drafts a second one, we're going to have another pod because we got a lot more shit to talk. About. <laughs> well, I, I feel like, you know, we tried to make this one a lot shorter than the last one. Uh, I, I feel like we did a pretty good job with that. Uh, is there any any uh, ending or parting thoughts that you have? No, not really. Uh, just just come ready to have some fun. And last, I, I guess the last thing would be leave the fucking computers in your bags, leave them, you know, at home, whatever you got to do. Again, we're not going to bend this year. Nice. No phones, no electronics. You got to have sheets. Um, I actually just set up a printer, but I will be unplugging it and burying it before the draft. Nobody's printing anything. <laughs> if you don't come with sheets, just get ready to spin the wheel all night and have a team that you know, is ready for the Sacco. <laughs> well, I, I think that's, uh, those are fair parting words. I have to say it was fun. Uh, I'm glad we were able to get through a lot of this stuff and, you know, Hey, welcome to the second pod or the second yeah, episode. I'm going to interrupt you one yeah. last time. I realize there's one final bit. There is a possibility that one of our league members may not be able to come. Oh, so we do right. have somebody lined up. Um, just something in case anybody wonders what the hell's going on on draft night. Um, let's just all remember as much as we love this fucking game. Family comes first and, uh, you know, sometimes real life shit happens. So uh, if you don't see one of the guys here, just, uh, you know, give them some respect, shoot them a message and let them know we're thinking about them. Agreed. All right. Well, it was fun. Uh, and until next time, and let's look forward to a fun fucking draft. All right, go get that cycle, buddy.